Welcome to Foundations, a podcast of Foxwood Counseling and Consulting. This podcast will focus on all things related to self-awareness. I'm Bryce Roberts, founder of Foxwood Counseling and Consulting. And I'm Becky Shabilsky, one of the facilitators of the Foundations program. Our hope is that listeners find this podcast helpful um, to their own journey, to their own exploration of who they are, what makes them tick, and how they might live lives that are more rooted in a sense of meaning and purpose. We're grateful to be here um, and excited to have you listening for a little while with us. Hi, Bryce. Hi, Becky. How are you today? I'm doing well. I made some homemade chai this morning, so my house smells delicious. Oh, wow. I'm wearing a hat inside, so it must be, uh, I think we've arrived at the autumn season here. Yes, I agree. I think the autumn, it reminds me why I choose to live in Northwest Ohio. Um, It's my favorite time of year here when the weather cools down and things start to change, the leaves change, the there's something warm in the air, yeah. but cold at the same time. Yeah, yeah, that transitional space is beautiful, an invitation. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm excited for our conversation today. We're um, offering our listeners another poetry episode, so sort of a, a break from our, our normal content areas and just pausing uh, to reflect on some poetry and offer that to those who listen. Mm-hmm. And you've chosen a poem for us today, Becky. I have. I selected a piece from a poet named Hafiz. Um, and so I guess maybe a little intro to who this poet is before we actually share the piece. Um, I think it was about 20 years ago when I first uh, heard anything by Hafiz. And I was immediately just smitten. I, <laughs> his writing is just, um, yeah, beautiful and um, just captured me. So Hafiz was a 14th century um, Persian poet, a Sufi uh, writer who wrote extensively. Um, the book that I am going to be reading from is titled The Gift, and Daniel uh, Ladinsky is the translator. Um, for these poems. And in this introduction, he just mentions that Hafiz is um, supposedly written over 5,000 poems, so very prolific writer. Um, And there's a a handful, a couple hundred, maybe 500 pieces that have survived Mm. um, and been translated for us. So, yeah. So which one will we be um, covering today? So I think we're going to share the piece called Dropping Keys. Mm, Good. Yeah, Becky sent me a few poems that we might cover today, and so I was reading through them, and this was the one I was hoping you'd choose, so that's great. Yeah. So um, do you want to do the first reading for us, Bryce, or would you like me to? Uh, Why don't you get us started, and then I'll, I think you have more familiarity with this poem, so why don't you... Get us rolling, and then um, I'll just listen here for the first round and then jump in. Sounds good. Dropping Keys by Hafiz 
The small man builds cages for everyone he knows, while the sage, who has to duck his head when the moon is low, keeps dropping keys all night long for the beautiful, rowdy prisoners. Yeah. Short and sweet. Mm-hmm. Uh, we read it. I'm, I'll take, take a read here since it's so short, I think might be helpful for people to hear it again. Mm-hmm. So Dropping Keys by Hafiz. The small man builds cages for everyone. Everyone he knows. While the sage who has to duck his head when the moon is low keeps dropping keys all night long for the beautiful rowdy prisoners. So there's this image that the small person cages everyone they know mm-hmm. while the wise person, the sage who's close to the heavens, sort of close mm-hmm. to the moon mm-hmm. drops keys for those cages for the beautiful rowdy prisoners. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. It just makes me smile. There's, there's yeah. so many of Hafiz's um, poems are, are quite playful and even, even a little ridiculous. He he dips into some language that really causes you to uh, have to expand and open your mind and open your heart, which is part of why I love him. Yeah. So I have a big, huge smile on my face as I'm hearing these words again today. Yeah. Well, why don't we um, zone in here like we, we've done before and what's what's making you smile, right? What's standing out to you? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that language of the sage who has to duck his head mm-hmm. because the moon is low. Um, I, I just love that. Um, yeah, that imagery. Um, and as you pointed out a moment ago, you know, this wise one who it, who appears to be and seems to be and lives as if they're very connected to, you know, the divine, the heavens, the eternal. Um, is all about helping those rowdy, (laughs) seemingly, Mm -hmm. right, rowdy prisoners, those fools, those reckless ones, those, you know, whatever other synonyms we might want to throw in there. There's just this reverence of, oh, there's, there's such good stuff inside you all. So let me just help you find the keys to unlock yourself. Yeah. I... I love that. <laughs> I think for me, there's two two items here that really stand out. It is the play beautiful, rowdy, and prisoners. Mm-hmm. Those aren't words I think we would normally put together. Beautiful and rowdy, um, beautiful and prisoner. You know, the, I like the mm-hmm. play on that. Beautiful, mm-hmm. rowdy, prisoners. But then also... I like, you know, I work and do a lot of leadership development work and self-awareness work. And we talk a lot about this core tension or dilemma in leadership, which is like the choice between fear and love. Mm. Um, and I'm just seeing that choice play out in this poem mm-hmm. that the, the small man or the small person cages other people. Mm-hmm. And the the wise one 
frees them, like yeah, mm-hmm. drops the keys to the cage, and um, and so I'm. That's the bigger play here for me is just that choice that we have between caging others and freeing them or letting ourselves be caged um, or searching for the keys, you know, or mm-hmm. so that's what's sort of coming up in me just after our first few reads of this. Mm-hmm. And I think the, the small person who's caging people, right? When we think about what is active in us when we're caging people, how we view the people we're caging, um, you know, it's, it's that, you know, you're the problem. This is what's wrong with you. You know, this, there's kind of this labeling, this filling mm-hmm. in um, as if we know everything about this person and we're, our labels are defining why they need to be in these cages. And on the flip side, this sage, this wise one who's dropping the keys, there, there's something in that posture, which again, and that the language of beautiful beautiful prisoner, beautiful rowdy ones. Mm-hmm. You know, there's this reverence of there's there's this core inside of you, this light, this goodness, this and so this posture of um you know, really connecting to that peace in other people and being about helping others connect to that core, that fox, right, inside yeah. of them. Um mm. Yeah, I have this story coming up from Mark Nepo, uh, who I know you love, and we've talked we about recently. We do an episode on him, huh? Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's, yeah, just it just popped into my imagination. Um, I'm trying to remember the name of the book it's in. It's sort of the seminal book that it's like a, a daily reader sort of, mm-hmm. you know what mm-hmm. I'm talking about? Yeah. It's, is it like the awakened heart or something like yeah, that? Yeah. Awaken is part of it. I'm trying to remember what it, yeah. what the title is. Well, we can look that up and put it in the notes or whatever. Um, but he offers this story. You got it. The book of awakening, the book of awakening. That's it. I'm glad you found that. Um, so the story in the book, and again, I'm paraphrasing the, or I'm just pulling this, um, mm-hmm. so I may get it wrong. It's okay. Um, but, uh, so sorry, Mark Nepo, if I, if I misword this or whatever, but, uh, the story is, um, that there's a, the student and teacher dynamic, a wise monk and sort of a new monk, someone learning the way. And, um, the young student asks the wise one, how is it possible to carry the burden and sort of struggle of life. How do we do that? How do we live and carry all the hardship that comes along with living? And the wise monk um, takes a glass of water and a tablespoon of salt and stirs it in to the water. And he says, drink and tell me what you taste. And the young monk drinks and says, it's, it's bitter and I couldn't possibly finish it. It's, it, it's not good. Um, and the wise monk says, good, and then takes him down to a stream, a flowing stream. And he takes a spoonful of salt, and he stirs it into the stream. And then he fills the glass and gives it to the monk and says, taste and tell me what you see, or what you taste. And the monk drinks and says, it's cool and refreshing. 
and I could drink the whole glass. And um, the wise monk says, be more like the stream and less like the glass. The stream can carry the salt, then the glass is too limited. Mm. It can't bear it all. Um, and that's the end of the story. But that's coming up for me. Like there, We have these compartmentalized parts of ourselves that make us, that are smaller mm-hmm. than our whole self. And so to be more like the stream is wide and expansive and fluid and, and moving and open and and the glass is small and sort of contained and can't handle the the struggle. Um, mm. And so this Hafiz poem starts with, I think he says, the small man, right? The mm-hmm, small man. Mm-hmm. Um, that when we exist in those smaller parts of ourselves, not aware of the whole or the fox or the soul or the heart, that the salt becomes unbearable. Mm-hmm. And so that may be part of why we cage everyone we know including mm-hmm. ourselves. We limit ourselves. Mm-hmm. That's just, yeah, coming up for me. Yeah, and and we have, <laughs> we have these salty experiences with people. Yeah. And we want to we wanna say that that's who they are. The part of us that wants to cage people says, that's all that they are. I yeah, had this bitter, them. horrible experience, and so that's who you are, and you deserve this cage that I'm going to put you in. Mm-hmm. And the wise one knows that there's so much more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let me free you from that thought mm-hmm. or show you mo- more of them. Mm. Yeah. And and just, it's making me think of those moments where I have been with somebody um, who, you know, treats me as this wise one. You know, who who knows I'm more than this little salty, bitter, challenging, suffering, whatever the current experience is that I sometimes get trapped in, right? I, feel, I That's all that I can see in this moment. And when that person engages with me from a place of wholeness, from <laughs> knowing there's more to me than just that, it's like, it, it is incredibly freeing. It's very touching, very uh, powerful to be engaged in that way. Right. That takes me back to some of our episodes on community mm-hmm. around the Martin Buber, I, it, and I, thou stuff. Like mm-hmm. when we're categorized, which is appropriate sometimes, it can be very limiting. Like I just see this one part of you. Mm-hmm. And when someone holds me as sacred, or sees me as a whole person, it can be so freeing and opening and I feel really seen mm-hmm. and heard. Can also feel vulnerable. Yeah. I feel like maybe I've been dropped some keys in life and just mm. walked right by them. Sure. Because the cage feels better or safer. It's known. Maybe it's not known, better. Right? I know my cage. And so, yeah, I, sometimes I, I choose it because it's known and that feels safer. Um yeah. Mm. Hmm. Well, this is loaded. We're mm-hmm. getting deep here. Mark Nepo and staying in our cages. Or, um, Should we read it one more time? Yeah, why don't we read it again and just see where that takes us and then um, have some final thoughts on this one. Mm-hmm. So, I think it's short enough we could each take a turn here again. So do you want to start us off? 
Sure. Dropping Keys by Hafiz The small man builds cages for everyone he knows, while the sage, who has to duck his head when the moon is low, keeps dropping keys all night long for the beautiful, rowdy prisoners. That's so, just the way you read it all night long is what's uh, standing out that time. Mm. Yeah. Dropping keys by a feast, a small man builds cages for everyone he knows. While the sage, who has to duck his head when the moon is low, keeps dropping keys all night long for the beautiful, rowdy prisoners. Hmm. Yeah, I remain struck by that dynamic. And so maybe that's the invitation for us today. It's this dynamic between what's caged in us and what what could use a key, sort of. Hmm. Um and where in us we can get closer to the moon hmm. um, and drop keys for others, which may just be seeing them more. Mm-hmm. How can I shift more? How can I put the glass down and be more like the stream? You know, just to play with these words. And man, that's a message I could always use to hear. Hmm. Uh, I think in some ways I get really limited and I limit myself. Um, and in other ways I don't struggle with that at all. And so it's, yeah, that dynamic's just playing out for me. Mm-hmm. I think as you pointed out um, when I was reading this last time, the all night long maybe standing out in a different way. Um, and as you reference that, it makes me, it made me think about, you know, just night as a metaphor, um, times of darkness, times of challenge. Um, you know, when we're going through hard times, oftentimes there's fear in the night or we wake up in the night with anxiety or that racing mind. And so the idea of the wise one who intentionally goes into those spaces and drops the keys. Um, it just reminds me, you know, again, that sometimes in those dark moments, we, we feel so incredibly alone and isolated in that, and that there, are, there is help. There's help yeah. in hard times, and help comes in a lot of different ways, and sometimes we have to reach out and, and look for and seek the help, and sometimes it's a matter of... Um, realizing the keys that maybe are dropping in our path um, and, and opening our hands and our hearts and our minds to receive um, those gifts as they arrive. Right. Yeah. There's another quote from Hafiz that the morning, oh gosh, the morning breezes have secrets to tell you. Mm. Don't go back to sleep. Mm -hmm. That in those waking hours, where we sometimes wake up at three or four or five in the morning, which we've all had. Most people have a time 
mm-hmm. like the, right, like when life is more stressful or something's really heavy on the heart that we wake up at, you know, 4.06 every day, mm-hmm. you know, for a week or two weeks. And that in those dark hours where the keys are dropping, mm. it may be wise to go look for some keys. The morning breezes have secrets to tell you, don't go back to sleep. Um, yeah, mm. that's coming up too. What a good poem, Becky. Great find. I'm so glad we could explore it and share it together and with our listeners. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a lot here, I think, for people to chew on. And um, so, yeah, I would welcome if anyone listening has commentary or wants to provide their perspective or how this is landing for them, we would welcome that. Um, so reach out and connect with us. You can find all the contact information on, um, you know, certainly on social media via Facebook or Instagram. And then contact information for us can be found at foxwoodcc.org. Becky, any final thoughts before we wrap up this poetry episode? I think what's occurring in my mind right now is just that um, I think sometimes when I approach a poem, I, at first glance, I'm like, I have no idea. I have no idea what this means. Mm. I have, what, what is this? Um, there's a part of me that reacts that way. And there's something about um, intentionally making space to explore it with you or with somebody that I just know I'm going to... I'm going to encounter something that I, maybe at first glance I can't see or can't get access to. And so taking yeah. the time to slowly read and listen and you say something and that triggers something in me and then that sparks something in you. And just the back and forth, it helps me, um, I guess, expecting that there's going to be this back and forth. I've now come to expect that, oh, yeah, I can, this can open that door for me or a door mm-hmm. for me. So anyway, I'm just wondering if some of our listeners were maybe thinking like poetry, what the heck is this? Mm-hmm. I get nothing when I re- hear this the first time, um, you know, just to hold it with some curiosity that as you listen and explore, maybe with a friend um, or a partner that new things will spark and open up as you go. And that's part of the joy of it for me. Yeah. Same. It's a, yeah, I look forward to these sessions because I I get to sit with a poem you know for 30 minutes and talk through it and it's just really good for my soul and my own curiosity and mm-hmm. so yeah I hear you well let's can I mind if I switch gears really quick here Becky please a little, little pl- promo um, so for uh, people who are graduates of the foundations program uh, or the foundations of a servant leader as it we used to call it Um, We have a new offering coming uh, down the pipeline here from Foxwood. Um, So we held a retreat uh, last spring for graduates, and we'll be doing that every year. So you can look for that, Um, you know, after the holidays, you'll, I'll make sure you know uh, when that's coming and where. um, But we, there was some commentary at the retreat that um, a check-in process would be really helpful for support and just to reconnect uh, to some of the content and people. And so we have taken that to heart at Foxwood. And this November, we'll be starting a new program called The Check-In. Uh, creative, I know, yeah, pretty obvious. Uh, we love it. <laughs> yes, all good. Um, so The Check-In uh, will just be a monthly gathering. We'll, it'll be um, sort of on the calendar every month for you to be able to come and check in with people who have done the program. 
who know the check-in process and know the content. Um, and it's a sort of come if you can, and, and if you can't, no big deal. Um, and so be, I will make sure that um, some invitations are going out and you'll be able to read more and learn more about that and how to sign up. Um, but I'm so excited to be offering that a monthly way for you to check in with others, receive some support and maybe give some support. Um, so be looking for that friends. It's coming down the pipeline, more Fox food for you. Yes. Very exciting. Um, well, Becky, great to spend some time with you as always. Absolutely. Thanks for joining us for another poetry episode. And again, head over to the website for more information. We hope you'll be back soon. 